0: Out of here tonight yes. hallelujah to God yes. hallelujah to God yes. hallelujah to God yes. come on let's love him a while yes. Woo! Yes. hallelujah hallelujah yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. amen amen brother teach was preaching this morning and he got to talking about feeling the preacher man he said preacher man come talk to me get on me you know what today I I I told the Lord I said Lord put the preacher man down in my spirit right. and I must confess tonight people who uh, think that uh, well you want to sit around and say I'd sure like to preach PSR you're crazy You're crazy. I, I, I can't brought my little just listening Bible with me. And uh, since I've been here, I've been just as surprised as you have been. But something happened in my spirit. And I feel like the preacher man done paid me a visit. Oh, hallelujah. My God, there is some holy fire that I feel burning in my spirit tonight. I want God to ignite this congregation. I would to God before we leave this place tonight that all of heaven could fall and the satana would hover and we could be changed when we leave this place. I did not come just to be in church. I did not just come to be here, but oh, I brought a hunger in my spirit. Feed my soul, feed my heart, change my life, change my mind impact me, touch me, challenge me. Amen. Such a meeting this has been. My heart tonight is so full. I read a little poem the other day when I was standing in a restaurant and the gist of the poem was when I have watched all the innings be played although there are times I've argued with some of the calls oh there although there's been times I felt the umpire has been wrong when I looked at the final score I realized I've been given a whole lot more than I've ever given I'm here to tell you tonight my spirit The score says what a blessing it has been that I have been able to sit in such heavenly places and feel the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. We do not just need church. We do not just need singing. We do not just need preaching. But we need revelation to walk inside our hearts and give us direction as to where we're headed. I feel the here tonight I feel the order of the Lord as He is working in our hearts no way that I have time tonight to thank all that I'd like to thank just suffice it to be said that I thank you thanks Haggai chapter 1 God we love They told me, said, cut both ends off and set the middle on fire. So just stand. Haggai chapter one. Yeah. Verse two. That speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste? Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Ye have sown much, and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages putteth weight, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Now before you get defensive and quiet tonight, like you're going to get a skimming, just relax. Because what I'm going to preach is the 8th verse. Consider your ways, he said. Go up to the mountain. And bring wood and build the house, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. I preach to you tonight for the next few minutes. Get to the mountain. Get to the mountain. I don't know about you tonight, but I have traveled enough valleys, I've lived long enough on flat land. I'm tired of looking at the muck and the mire. But in my spirit tonight, I hear a beckon of the Holy Ghost. It's time to get a little bit higher. It's time to get a hold of a mountain. God help us tonight. Anoint these lips of clay. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you clap your hands to Him before we're seated. Glory to God. Come on church, let's love God tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Oh, I feel the preacher man tonight. Oh. Yeah. Sit down. Mountains play a very important role in most all of life. Not only do mountains play a very integral part to those that are just inhabitants of earth, But scripturally, you will find that mountains play a very crucial place and part in the lives of God's people. No doubt those of you that study this word have found that many strategic battles and revelations and directives of God have been received when man climbed from comfort and look to a place that was above Him. And in a mountain, God began to deal with man. According to Scripture, mountains provide the resources that can supply needs that people have. If you will study, you will find that in mountains there is where you find the source of springs and of rivers. Mountains also are very important uh, prominent places, not just places that rise to elevations of obscurity. But mountains are landmarks and they are points that are used for navigation. Mountains keep a man focused. Mountains keep men uh, on the right track. Mountains keep men knowing uh, that as long as I can see the peak, uh, I've still got somewhere to go. Mountains have uh, an abundance of food. In mountains we find forests uh, with timber. In mountains we find them filled with minerals. Mountains are full and littered with game to feed the hunger. In mountains you will find wild vineyards where precious grapes can grow. But most importantly, you're going to find in mountains materials that are important in building. In mountains you will find substance and items that can be used to build something that will stand mountains are not just things that were created but mountains are also a place or position of defense to a country Psalms 125 the psalmist David cried and said they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion which cannot be moved but abideth forever as the mountains around about Jerusalem so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth even forever. I want to tell you tonight in your living for God, you better have more than just a song that says he's with me in the valley. God obligates himself to visit us in the valley, but he meets with men by choice when they choose. I'm going to get out of this this valley and head toward a mountain <laughs> hallelujah David said from the end of the earth will i cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to a rock lead me to a mountain lead me to a pinnacle that is higher than i for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy I preach to you tonight that there are times that we need to look at where God has walked with us. There are times that we need to sing the songs that when I was in the valley, He was there with me. There's nothing wrong with giving honor to God that when we were down, He was there. But I got a message to preach to you tonight. I do not feel uh, like God is just wanting us uh, to write more songs uh, about the valley. Uh, I do not feel that God uh, is just concerned that His church can hang on uh, and survive it uh, in the valley. Uh, I want to tell you tonight uh, as for me and my house uh, I'm not looking to settle uh, down the mountain. Uh, I'm not looking to pitch a tent uh, in the bottom of a valley. Uh, But in my heart uh, I'm saying get me to the mountain get me to a place where God will dwell take me up higher come on church you cannot climb mountains sitting on your wallet you cannot climb mountains sitting on that chair you cannot climb mountains crying in your tea. Come on! You cannot climb mountains always running in your pastor's office. Uh, I don't know what's happened to me. When are you going to grow up like a man and realize I know what's going on? Uh, to go up, uh, it takes strength. Uh, to go up, uh, it takes drive. Uh, to go up, uh, it takes design. You know what our problem is? We're too fat and lazy. You can't pray your way to a mountain. You gotta climb it. You can't fast your way up a mountain. You gotta climb it. Somebody can't sing you on the mountaintop. Nobody can preach you on the mountaintop. You need to take off your little slippers and put on your hiking boots and say, Bless God, I'm getting out of this valley. I'm getting out of this trouble. I'm getting out of this environment. I done made up my mind, there's not enough devils in hell, or out of hell, that's going to keep me in the valley, I got my mind made up, I'm headed to the mountain, I'm going. You got to get wild to climb a mountain. You got to sweat, you got to stink, you got to get your hairdo messed up. You know why some of you never get nothing out of church? Because you're afraid to break a crease or mess up your hair and you're going to live in a swamp the rest of your life. Honey, look pretty if you want to, but I'm heading up. if you want to I'll scratch my shoes I'll rip my suit I'll get blood out of my fingernails I'll fight cactus I'll fight obstacles but the mountain's mine the top is mine the peak is mine if it's not time for the apostolic church I ain't gonna tell you to sit out. You need to stand. It ain't time for the apostolic church to waste a life in the valleys of decision. That's right. God's trying to do us a favor by shaking us and seeing what's going to remain. God's trying to inspect root. God's trying to inspect foundation. God's trying to inspect uh, doctrine. God's trying to inspect uh, where we are as a North American church. uh, Go sit in a valley of decision if you want to. I done made my mind up when I got the Holy Ghost. I'm going on. My God, it is not time to sit at the negotiating table of carnality or compromise. It's time to fight. My God, it's time to preach. It's time to live for God. It's time to have revival. I don't have time to watch what kind of clouds roll down the hill. I'm busy climbing. (laughs) Well, how do I know where to go? Just go where they're leaving. All right. <laughs> Come on. Come on. They want to leave holiness? Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. They want to shake the mountain of defense for this apostolic truth? Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel God stirring his church. I feel God doing something. I am telling you, what I feel is not emotion. What I feel is not just the feelings of man. But I feel the hand of wisdom that's dealing with the inner sanctum of the soul of the church. I feel God trying to get us uncomfortable in our dwellings in the valley. And say there's a lot more mountain than we've ever climbed. sit down sit down brother Hurst I'm going to pick on you clock stick right now I don't even care about the clock but I'm going to obey it I just seen if Jews listen brother Morton mountains are indicative of God's righteousness according to the 36th Psalm. They point to His glory in Psalms 148. They talk about His stability in 65th Psalm. They proclaim His strength in the 95th chapter of David's writings. Job says the mountains are the pillars of heaven mountains are areas of fortification according to 125 of psalms mountains are places of refuge in the mountains we find pasturage that's a place that the sheep feed in mountains we find their fruit which feeds and satisfies the hungering of humanity. Mountains are a type of the church, according to Isaiah and the writings of Daniel. You will find that mountains are indicative of worship according to the writings of Moses in the 22nd chapter of Genesis and Exodus chapter number 3 Isaiah when he begins to talk about victory he cannot talk about victory without talking about mountains can I tell you tonight that it's at mountain tops it's in mountain ranges where they experience more weather than they ever do in the low land. Can I say it this way? That the elements are more active in higher points of elevation. Can I tell you tonight that the elements do not stand still nor do they stay confined in just the known sciences of man. But in mountain tops you cannot predict what the elements are going to do. Oh, I got to tell you tonight, I chose to take my chances of seeing what God's going to do somewhere in a peak of prayer or in some lofty height of worship than just to mully grub around in the lowlands of just walking around like everybody else does. I'm here to tell you tonight, if you want to know God and if you want to feel God, why don't you say goodbye? to the doldrums and the boring trappings of just everyday life and start living for God and pick you out a peak and get to climbing. Oh clap your hands to him. Mountains are also places of revelation preaching that's impacted my life has not just been verbal fodder spit through some electronic medium but preaching that has impacted me has been the preaching of revelation that has brought understanding of him to me i marveled through this conference as the hand of God began to flow through different brethren that stood in this desk. And when the Word of God got down to where I lived, and something identified with my spirit, I realized it was not the power nor ability of man... But it was revelation that was being broken unto me. I don't know how anybody else feels about this, but last night, as Brother Wilmoth began to preach, he began to tag into unity. I personally feel that he was preaching a revelation that God was trying to bring to these people tonight or last night. And some people were getting a hold of it. And others were just listening to it and not really, really receiving what God had for them. It is not coincidence that God chose to call man to a mountain before He placed into His hands the law. It is not an accident that was on a mountain that God revealed himself to Moses. And that revelation so etched itself upon his countenance that when he came down where the rest of everybody lives, they said, whatever it is that you've seen, it has impacted you. And I cannot stand to look upon you. Why don't you veil your face? It was on a mountain that Abraham viewed his inheritance. It was on a mountain where Moses saw the land of promise that flowed with milk and honey. It was on a mountain that Christ led disciples to and said, I'm leaving you but I'm staying at the same time. It's not coincidence that the next time his feet stand upon this earth he's not looking for a valley but he's looking for a mountain and he will grace it with his feet. Years of old in times that ship sailed with a navigational aid, mostly of eye, charting their course with fixed stars and constellations. The most important part of the ship, not always, was the rudder. The most important part of the ship was not always the sail. But I preach to you tonight that in times when they had to depend upon the seer, the most important part was the crow's nest that brought a man up that he could see into a different perspective in my Holy Ghost. I feel like we the North American church are headed to the greatest move of God that this world has ever witnessed but along with that I do believe we are headed to the greatest shaking that this world has ever witnessed can I preach to you tonight we don't need bigger sales or new designed rudders but my heart beats tonight what this church needs is more prophets in the crow's nest that says this is the way let's keep walking in it I preach to you tonight we don't just need engines to drive we need somebody to tell us where we're going and help us to get there in my heart tonight I'm saying oh God raise up the ministry uh, a prophecy uh, in these last days let the mantle of the prophet fall upon the ministry uh, that they can receive revelation and point us to where God is trying to take us as a people we are to see what the spirit wants us to see We better say goodbye to the mud puddle some of you have been living in and risk a little bit of energy and say, God, I am headed to the mountain. We need revelation. Preachers, I need revelation i do not just need to hear the orchestrated verbiage i do not just need to hear the intellectual approach i do not just need homiletic exegesis i do not just need palaver in a pulpit give me an old prophet i don't care if he's got a three dollar vocabulary and he's wearing a secondhand suit. I do not care what kind of engine's inside of him as long as he can look at me and say, I have been in the crow's nest. We are not sailing this vessel in vain. There's land ahead. I have no fear for the ship of Zion as long as there is a prophet in the crow's nest. I have no fear for the church of the living God as long as there are that are unfettered and mountaineer spirits in preachers that say bless God we're not just gonna sing three songs and take an offering and go home but we're gonna fight we're gonna press we're gonna pray we're gonna climb we're gonna get to a mountain oh clap your hands to him There's more ground to walk on than we've ever seen there's more mountains to climb than we've ever looked at there's more revivals than we've ever preached there's more glory than we've ever touched but we gotta shake our lazy bones and get to work and climb the mountain we're too self-absorbed filled with ourselves we're rich we're fat we're lazy you can't climb a mountain and worry about your neighbor you can't climb a mountain and eat preacher for dinner You can't climb a mountain and watch television. You cannot climb a mountain and feed your soul on video. You can't climb a mountain and worry about your makeup. You cannot climb a mountain, for fear you'll miss your permanent appointment. <laughs> Honey, if you're gonna climb a mountain, you better get an old trusty garment that can make it all the way to the top. Let's get up a little higher. Come on, church. Let's find the mountain. <laughs> My God, God salmon night. Get to the mountain. When God decided it's time to build a house. Sit down. I got a few more minutes. I'm going to do like Brother Bass and run mine backwards. <laughs> I told my wife today, I looked around, I couldn't find one. I was going to give me a big old kitchen timer. Shh. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to worry about the watch. I just wait till it dings. She said, no, you'll be listening. I go tick, 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 tick. She's right. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's the one Thirty-five minutes last night? Thirteen easy lessons! Brother Morton was kindly telling me today, Boy, you got one lesson, you better learn it, quick! When God said, I don't care what anybody says, it's time to have a revival. The people say now's not the time. I don't got time to preach all this, but the people say now's not the time. It's uncertain times. It's shaking times, you know. We're depressed economically, financially. You're, not, you're never depressed economically until you evangelize. I ain't complaining I better get back to my mountain I don't care what anybody says when God says you get to the mountain and you get wood and you build me a house All I want to know is, where's the chainsaw? Spotted owl or no spotted owl? Environmentalist wacko or no environmentalist wacko? If it's time to have revival, honey, it's time to have revival. I'm telling you tonight it ain't time to sit down it's time to get up it's not time to roll over it's time to climb higher it's not time to talk about it it's time to do it Preacher, you better preach like your soul's on fire. Singer, you better sing like your soul's on fire. Say oh God, it's time to have church. Like this is the last day we'll ever have church. God said, get to the mountain. God wants everything that goes in his church to come from the top. Right. This thing's built. You like that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's built from the top down. Not from the bottom up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The valley doesn't tell the mountain where to be. The mountain tells the valley where to be. All right. Valleys don't dictate to mountains. Mountains say, you lay down. This is where I'm gonna run through. if we're gonna build god a church god forgive us if we try and build it out of flotsam that's floated to the bottom land god forgive us if we try and build it from what we've got left over god forgive us walk into the shores of what's left and say well i hope that you can bless this if we're going to reach our world and we are it's going to be because of visionaries and seers and prophets that say crawl up a little higher there's timber up there that ain't never been cut i got a couple minutes And I'm gonna be quiet where there's no vision the people perish but if you get to the mountain you'll see Jesus did not say we are a city built into a valley but he said we are a city that is set upon a hill that cannot be hit pardon me tonight this is not arrogance i have been raised in an apostolic uh, home all my life i am the son of a preacher this is all that i know except for a little while in my life that i went stupid but i want to tell you something i am sick and tired In fact, I'm kind of hacked off of this attitude that we have got to take a back seat or a second position or a second chair or a second hill or a lesser place in this earth and let bigger engines and bigger sails and bigger movements and more financially uh, liquid uh, things uh, take priority or get the attention of the world you judge me if I'm wrong but in my heart uh, I think God has had it long enough He's let His bride occupy A closet of obscurity. For long enough, I believe God is ready to parade his bride in front of the world and say, look at that city! I don't care. care. Remain standing. Musicians, get me out of there. Three mountains I wanted to preach about. Let's throw them to you real quick. You can go home and preach them. First of all, we need to walk up the mountain of Moriah. We need to know the mounting of testing and sacrifice. We must learn the art of sacrifice in a day of plenty if we're ever going to know the blessings of provision. You will never know the Revelation of Jehovah-Jireh until you lay it all on an altar and say it's all that's left and God say "Ah, I had to wait till you got to the mountain if you will climb he will provide Second of all, we've got to go by Caleb's mountain, mountain of conquest and possession. North American church, we've got to go beyond promise. We've got to get a hold of possession for the keys. We cannot provoke God in this most crucial hour of revival. All Caleb asked after everybody had died but him and Josh of the original some two and one half million people. The only thing he said was, Give me a mountain. He was not looking for a cabin somewhere. He was not looking for a little stream to camp by. He was not looking for a humble little valley that was strewn with a fragrance of honeysuckle. But an old man with a vision of his youth this mountain you cannot get any bigger than you were last time I saw you but oh Caleb's been a growing and a working and a stretching I preach to you before I sit down I'm not looking for an easy road I'm not looking for a lily strewn valley just give me a place where eagles soar give me a place where the elk dance and the mountain goat crawls Give me a place where air is clean and Jehovah God treads upon the spine of the range The third mountain enclosing closing is the Mount Zion The Mount of God's glory the Mountain Upon which the tabernacle was built. Can I tell you something? If we'll build him a house and put the ark back where it belongs, the glory's gonna fall. And we're gonna say, I don't care. What goes on tomorrow? I don't care about Wall Street. I don't care about Vogue and GQ. I don't care what's going on in the who's who of the who's who of the who's who of the who's who. All I want to do is go to PSR with a pair of mountain boots strapped on my ankles and say, prophet, get in the crow's nest. Just tell me where land is just tell me where the mountain is just tell me where the glory is come on apostolic church let's crawl a little higher come on apostolic church you better not lay on your back and look into a tapestry ceiling it's not time to camp in our little houses it's time to get to a mountain it's time to build a house and God's gonna be glory in it oh let's worship him let's love him let's adore him i'm coming up home